Hello, and welcome to Into the Disneyverse, a podcast where our historians Jess and Tandy explore the world of Disney, including rides, resorts, restaurants, and so much more. On today's episode, we trek through the jungles of Africa to come face-to-face with the graceful apes of Animal Kingdom's Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. Jess, do you know why giraffes have long necks? No. Why do giraffes have long necks? Because if they were shorter, they wouldn't be able to reach their heads. <laughs> why don't monkeys play poker in the jungle anymore? Oh, this is a poker joke. Uh, I can't wait to hear this one. I don't know why. Too many cheetahs? Yes! What do you give a dog with a fever? What? Mustard is the best thing for a hot dog. (laughs) I'm glad you like these awful jokes. Uh, Maybe I'll pull a Jungle Cruise and tell some more while we head out onto our journey. So normally I'd rev up the time machine, but today we're not going to travel back in time. Instead, I want you to step inside my Jeep of imagination. Today's destination is Animal Kingdom. This was the last theme park added to the Walt Disney World collection of parks on April 22nd, 1998. Per the dedication by Michael Eisner, welcome to a kingdom of animals, real, ancient, and imagined, a kingdom ruled by lions, dinosaurs, and dragons, a kingdom of balance, harmony, and survival, a kingdom we enter to share in the wonder, gaze at the beauty, thrill at the drama, and learn. Along our journey, we'll see many things like tropical birds, African bats, tigers, and hippos, but we're not going to talk about any of that. Today, we're talking about gorillas, and specifically the gorillas at Animal Kingdom's Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. So stay close and stay quiet as we trek along and come face to face with a gentle troop of western lowland gorillas on a grassy hillside. I can't wait. So something I learned from researching this is that Walt Disney is one of the founding fathers of the environmental documentary with his True Life Adventure series, which won eight Academy Awards. It is more for entertainment value than educational, but it lit a match. I would have never guessed that right on Jeopardy, just by the way. So yeah, I'm I glad. I'm I'm a pretty I think I'm a pretty good historian of Walt Disney, like Himself, the things he was the involved in. Yeah. And I didn't know that. That's that's new information yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, pretty incredible. So Disney loved the outdoors and was a strong proponent for protecting the environment. Per Walt, conservation isn't the business of just a few people, it's a matter that concerns all of us. Thus, Disney was very focused on the natural world and felt that his fans should be focused on the natural world too. So the Animal Kingdom Park is extremely on brand for Disney, even if it came along 32 years after its passing. In order to tell this history correctly, I'm going to start with a few Animal Kingdom facts, but I'm not going to go too deep because we might want to cover Animal Kingdom in another episode. What I will say is that a plan for a new park came shortly after the opening of the MGM Park, which we now know as Hollywood Studios, in 1989. It was the brainchild of Imagineer Joe Rohde. They announced the park officially in 1995, and Imagineers traveled to Asia and Africa to study the landscapes in order to create the most realistic park possible. And I want that job. That sounds amazing. kidding. Yep. The area we are talking about today, Africa, started construction on July of 1996 and included plumbing, artificial yet realistic landscapes, and seeds from 37 countries were collected to be used for the plants and grasses. And I want to know how Disney got that through TSA. I don't, I don't, there's some deal. There's some backdoor deal. Some litigation there. Man, I bring lavender seeds from France and it was like, ma'am, we're going to need to burn those. No, 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 no. I mean, so like, I think we had talked about, you know, Eisner being this amazing deal maker, super eccentric. We've, we've, it's interesting this, this season, I think became more Eisner centric than we planned on it to be because we were talking about a lot of rides that came out in the late eighties, early nineties. So I'm sure Eisner did some kind of deal to make that happen. Some backdoor deal with TSA. Yeah, exactly. Don't come for us, TSA, please. 
Most of the animals are obtained in 1997 and kept in holding facilities. Disney has a whole quarantine and acclimation process, which I learned from one of the cast members in the gorilla area. In one part of the acclimation process, there is a screen where the animals can't see each other, but they can hear and smell each other. And the other day, my friend Eric was telling me about the show Love is Blind, and they basically do the same thing with human beings, where they just put them in a pod. He's not, he's not wrong. It's kind of the same concept as Love is Blind. I love that. I love that Love is Blind uses this concept where they acclimate animals. When Animal Kingdom opened on April 22, 1998, the area with the Western Lowland Gorillas was called Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. But shortly after, on July 27, 1998, it was renamed the Pangani Forest, as they wanted to be more inclusive of all the animals along the trail, not just the gorillas. But then in May of 2016, they reverted back to the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. I couldn't find a reason why, but I'm glad the focus is back on the gorillas. Tandy's the reason why they realized that um, the gorillas were the draw and that Tandy wouldn't go through the walkthrough if it didn't say gorillas on the name. That's, People, a, that's I, a joke. Now, I, yes, I did go through and it was called Pangani as well. But I mean, the gorillas are a treat. It's the whole reason you're going. Yeah. <laughs> The western lowland gorilla is critically endangered species. There are two species of gorilla, the eastern and western. The western lowland is one of four subspecies of the western gorilla and is the smallest of the subspecies. They live in central Africa in montane, primary and secondary forest, and lowland swampland. And I have no idea if montane is said montane. It could be mountain or mountain. I don't know, but M-O-N-T-A-N-E. The DNA of gorillas is highly similar to that of humans from 95 to 99%, and they are the next closest relatives to humans after chimpanzees and bonobos. And this is one of the reasons why they are my favorite animal, because they're, I mean, they're very human in all of their actions. My favorite thing to do is grab a coffee wherever I'm seeing my gorillas and watch them for hours. At Disney World, I once watched one lying on its side, gently running its massive finger against the head of a dandelion. The gorilla was so immersed and amazed by this very simple thing. It's incredible to watch an animal have a realization like that, um, where it's just so very human. The Western Lowland family at Animal Kingdom is led by the silverback Gino. He came to the park from the Netherlands when he was six and is now going on 43 in 2023. So That's he's crazy. The same age as your husband. He is. the se- Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is renowned throughout the world because gorilla keepers have a very close-knit connection. They actually have a stud book and they also have like a, a very um, like organized way of communicating about each of their gorillas. Yeah. Uh, he's known as being goofy, playful, smart, and an awesome dad and the absolute role model of a gorilla. He's, he's perfect, basically. That's what all the trainers say. So much so that they could do checkups and ultrasound scans on him without sedation. That is insane because he's freaking huge. He's huge. I would be – I mean, I would be terrified. Yeah. And and look, I'm not, a, I'm not a zookeeper, so like I would be terrified with most of these animals dealing with them. But that's, that's incredible. Um, and I love that they each have like their own personalities, like more so than – other because they're so close to humans it's 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 fascinating like not as fun as a pack of lemurs (laughs) exactly so five of his children still live with him and there is another habitat with three bachelor gorillas across the way so a lot of gorilla sightseeing opportunities yep and disney didn't just build a zoo by the way they didn't just build animal kingdom as a theme park with animals to entertain the world and make money i mean they did but They also use that money and power to do something amazing, which is fund things like the Disney Conservation Fund and started GRACE, the Gorilla Rehabilitation and Conservation Education Center, which is also part of the GFAS, the Global Federation of Animal Sanctuaries. This walkthrough is contributing to science and the survival of the species. 
The gorillas at Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail are ambassadors for the species, Gino in particular, because his genetics are so unique in America. For this reason, he has inspired the gorilla species survival plans. Gino has sired 14 offspring, seven of which have gone off to other parks. And I'm kind of like crossing my fingers and hoping San Antonio gets one of those offspring. Would be great. We probably have the right environment, the right weather for it. For the most part, yeah. In summer, they'll probably be inside more. So I'm hoping that they'll build an interior enclosure where people can go in and look. Because I think that's the reason that, that gorillas are so rare in the U.S. I did a little bit of research on this. Atlanta has them. I think there's some in California. Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot Dallas has them. Um, it's funny because I'm from Dallas, and Dallas Zoo used to not be nearly what it. They've Much done a better lot now. of work on it, and it's it's beautiful now. But yeah, so I think we have the right environment for it, and that's that's the other thing about this is it's very rare to be able to see gorillas. Mm, very exactly. Rare. Yep. Yep. So besides Western lowland gorillas, you can see okapi, black and white, colobus monkeys, zebra, meerkats, tarantulas, sand boas, and much more along the Gorilla Exploration Falls trails. Cast members are stationed along the way to answer any questions, and I highly recommend chatting with them. They conduct studies and work very closely with all these animals, so they have a ton of trivia that they can give you and tell you about them. And they they know and they also give you stuff about just Disney in general. If, if I can just comment here, it's like so we talk about how awesome cast members are. I love I love cast members. Disney does a fantastic job of hiring the cast members at Animal Kingdom are more incredible to me. The amount of knowledge that they hold is like, it blows my mind. Yeah. With them, they're not just cast members. They're also scientists yeah, they're, they're, on top they're of that. Like, they're like zoologists. And I mean, you're a scientist and you're also working at Disney. So you know that hiring process is probably pretty crazy. Oh yeah. And they love to talk to you. Mm-hmm. They love it. They love to talk to kids. I've got two very cur- curious little girls and I mean, they, they will sit and talk to you like for a solid 30 minutes yep. if, you, if yep. you let them. And they're conducting experiments and stuff on the animals as well too. Like I had one who pulled out a notebook near the bachelor area and he was going over all of his notes with me. And I was like, this is amazing. Like if I, I mean, I love gorillas, but if I was also like a studier of gorillas, this would be incredible. Yeah. So we talk about experience and access with Disney. I think, and I was surprised to learn Animal Kingdom is not considered a zoo, but I think of that as more of a zoo than an amusement park. It's a zoo that happens to have rides. It's kind of like SeaWorld in my mind, which SeaWorld is an aquarium in my mind that happens to have rides. Yep. Yep. That's how I feel about Animal Kingdom. You get access to the people who work with the animals at Animal Kingdom in a very unique way that you just don't at the zoo. You don't get a chance to talk to the zookeepers and ask... You can grab them, but it's not the same. Like Disney has them placed specifically so you can conversations. ask them questions. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So highly, highly recommend stopping to, to give them a, a chat whenever you see them. And it doesn't have to be like if you have questions about gorillas and they're standing near the lemurs, they can tell you about the gorillas. It doesn't have to be in that particular area. They're all very knowledgeable yeah. about everything. That's like my character meet and greet at, at Animal Kingdom me, to me is talking to all of them. I think that's – I mean, there's great meet and greets at Animal Kingdom, but that is like – that's that's where I would spend my time. Yep. Yep. Agreed. All right. So some fun facts. This first fact is particularly interesting. We talked about how the trail was originally called Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail when it opened in 1998 and then a few months later was renamed to Pongani Forest. I want to emphasize that Disney was not involved in any way in what I'm about to say, but I just was looking at the dates and information and found it ironic. So in early May of 2016, Disney announced that by Labor Day, they would change the name back to the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. 
Labor Day that year fell on May 30th, the infamous Harambe incident, which ended up in a small boy falling into a gorilla enclosure, the gorilla being euthanized because they feared for the boy's life. That happened on May 28th, 2016, which was just two days before that renaming was to happen at Disney. So I don't know if Disney employs psychics, but man, they they kind of knew, hey, we need something to support gorillas after uh, this weekend. Yeah, people were riled up over that incident, which was the parents' fault. Yeah. <laughs> The three gorilla bachelors in the bachelor habitat are named Augustus, Sawadi, and Kanji. They came from Lincoln Park Zoo, Brooklyn Zoo, and the National Zoo. They used to brush the gorilla's teeth with bubblegum toothpaste. <laughs> that was a particular favorite of theirs. They it's now nice. use other methods to clean their teeth. They do ongoing blood pressure monitoring and ultrasounds on the hearts as heart congestion is a number one cause of death in gorillas. They do positive reinforcement training with the gorillas, so no negative training is ever used with the gorillas. So if you th if you think about that, so that just to unpack that a little bit, so it's interesting because I read a lot about this with my kids, and you know it's it's heavily proven that that positive reinforcement is better is better for kids. So it's it's fascinating that they're doing that. I mean, I would I would think with any animal, positive reinforcement would be better than negative reinforcement, obviously. But it's just it's interesting the way they're thinking about things and the care they're taking for how they're taking care of the animals. Yep. Several times I read about birthday cakes and the cakes can consist of fruit and ice blocks for summer, yogurt, honey, sweet potatoes, bell peppers, and green beans, which they use as candles. And that's not just for gorillas. They do that for all the animals in the park as well. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I love the green beans as the candles. Yes. Gorillas love tea. When it comes to hydration, they get a lot of water from the food they eat, but for the young ones, they will supplement the tea to get them nutrients. They like many teas, and some flavors currently on the shelf at the time I asked were green tea and mixed berry. I also asked if the brand Twinnings, because that's what you'll find across yeah. Disney property, if that was the brand that was used, and yes, it is Twinnings. So that, that tea thing's interesting, too. I'm just thinking about the the similarity between humans and, and the gorillas. My husband's Mexican, so Tandy, you may be familiar with this, so when you're kids have colic. In the Mexican tradition, you're supposed to give them what's known as manzanilla tea, which is basically chamomile tea to help soothe their stomach. So it's a similar, like with babies, you're supposed to do that with a little, with a little bit of honey if they're over a certain age. Yep. Well, just to help get them to eat it, yeah. to yep. drink it because yep. it's sour. Yep. But yeah, that was, that was the thing was manzanilla tea. So it's just it's similar, similar thing. Yeah. While Disney feeds their animals the same vegetation that comes off the trucks for the resort, lettuce, veggies, etc., they do grow some of their product to supplement the cost. Bamboo is one example. Oh, yeah. I highly encourage folks to go online and read the Disney Conservation Fund book. It's a great overview of all the projects Disney is involved with. And they have this map of the earth that shows all the projects going on across all the countries. And it's amazing. There's like very few countries that aren't covered by a Disney Conservation Funded project. That's fat. That's, amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Even places like Antarctica are funded. Yeah. Anyone ever look at a map of Disney World and think, hey, how come Magic Kingdom is so far away from everything else? Why haven't they built a lot around it? What about another hotel? Well, a third of all the land purchased at Walt Disney World Resort is permanent conservation area created by Disney World itself, including 8,500 acres of wetland and pine flatwoods. And that was a promise when they bought the land that they would keep a majority of it, at least a third, permanently as conservation. Well, and I also have one word for everybody, fireworks. I guarantee you – well, that too. But I guarantee you that's why yeah. – the Animal Kingdom is so far away is because yeah. of the fireworks. Well, in Magic there Kingdom, no, yeah. Yeah, there are, there are no fireworks in Animal Kingdom for ob for obvious reasons. Well, when you can see it when you look at the map, it's like a big triangle, like Magic Kingdom's here at the top, and yeah. then there's all that land 
Yeah. And then it's all the other kingdoms at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why. Because I always wondered. I was like, man, they're not building around there. Note to parents with little kids, it's said that they will shush you as you come up to the gorillas if you're being loud. I've never seen anyone shushed. But just something to keep in mind if you do get shushed, it is – they ask you to be quiet. You'll even see signs that say, please be quiet. They don't don't like the noise. Mm Mm-hmm. Hidden Mickeys. I couldn't find any hidden Mickeys for this area on the Animal Kingdom hidden Mickey list. So if you do know of any out there, just let us know. Boo. All right. Opinions, ratings, thrill factor. I mean, it's a one. It's not thrilling. I mean, unless, I mean, if you love gorillas. I think it's thrilling for Tandy. She was so excited when we got to Animal Kingdom. That was my rope drop ride. Oh my God. We haven't gotten there yet. We'll get there. (laughs) We're going to have a discussion on this. It was my rope drop ride because I love gorillas. And with the D- the Disney Genie Plus, it's a bit of a different situation now. Fun factor, I put a 10. Yep, for Tandy. Okay, well, ride overall is a 10. I know for it's Tandy. not a ride. Straight so for, 10s across the board. So so for me, and I and I and I like, you know, I enjoy going to the zoo. So I think I don't think it's a one thrill factor. Because again, you don't get to see these that often. So I'd probably give it like four or five. Fun factor and overall, it's probably a seven for me. That's still pretty high. Oh yeah. Well, so I think you can't I think you can snooze on the animal trails at Animal Kingdom, which I think a lot of people do. Yeah. My kids love Animal Kingdom. I love Animal Kingdom. Again, we like going to the zoo. We have a zoo membership in San Antonio. So I I, I think it's you know, I I like the trails. I, and and what I talked about with the engagement with the cast members and all of that. If that wasn't there, it would be much lower for me. But the fact that you get so much information and so much engagement out of the cast members while you're walking through, I think it's I think it's higher than I don't. I think it's in the the. It's top, not in it's the small seven. world category. No, <laughs> no. So is this a rope drop ride? This is an no. emotional rope drop ride. <laughs> not a rope ro- rope drop ride. It is an there E-R-D-D. is one reason that this is not a rope drop ride, folks, and it's Pandora because. So we're going to talk about the hours at Animal Kingdom. We have to get into this. We can't not because it was a whole thing with the last trip. And it's and it's top of mind, so I'm going to get into it. Pandora opens before anything else in Animal Kingdom. So it doesn't make sense to – I hear what you're saying, Tandy. But it doesn't make sense to rope drop it because you can go get on either Flight of Passage or – why is the boat ride escaping me? Navi River. Navi River Journey. Thank you. And then go do the gorilla trail, and you're still not missing the gorillas. You have time to go do Flight of Passage first. The Literally, the only two rides you can get in line for are Flight of Passage and Navi River Journey. So if you're rope-dropping Animal Kingdom, go to Pandora. You're wasting time if you go anywhere else. We learned that the hard way. I got on Safari right away. Safari was open? Yeah, it was closed. It wasn't. This goes back okay, to, let's talk about the hours so, of Animal Kingdom. So hang on. We got to talk about our last trip to, <laughs> to Animal Kingdom. And I want to say it was not just us because we talked to several people oh, was in the line. Three lines of 300 people waiting there. Like, and and the, cast members, the cast members were confused. Yep, yep. So, so Tandy was going to rope drop because of the gorillas. She's, she said, I'm getting there early and Tandy, that means 30 minutes Again, before the park. emotional rope drop ride. 100%. And, and for Tandy, because she's an early riser and she's going to go get her coffee, and there's a coffee shop. Animal Kingdom's like Epcot. There is a coffee cart outside of the entrance, which, by the way, why are, why is that not the case at all the parks? But Because I can get my coffee while I'm waiting in line. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we get there, and Tandy's like, well, I didn't think you guys were roped. Because we weren't going to rope drop. We were going to sleep in. We were going to get there an hour after the Did park Did we talk opens. about how there was like three or four lines of over like well, 300 people in each line? I'm getting there. Yeah. So we get there. And the lines are 
freaking huge. And we're, we were resort guests. So we're like, okay, this, there must be, this just must be people trying to get on flight of passage. These are not resort guests. I'm going to go around and talk to, talk to somebody. So Juan got in line. I go to the front. I don't think we had found you yet. I wasn't there yet. Oh, we got there before. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it's, it's like eight, I think it's probably like eight 30 at this point, eight 40. We thought the park opened at eight. We go to the front and they're like, well, you can only get in if you have a dining reservation for a Rainforest Cafe, which is the only restaurant I think that – Tusker House. Tusker just, House or Rainforest Cafe say, for breakfast. at Rainforest Cafe. Pretty much, pretty much. I was like, dude, I'll, I'll go order a drink at Rainforest if I can get in right now. The, the cast member was like, no, we don't open until 9. And I was like, well, wait a second. Your, your website's at 8. And then we started talking to people online. They were all resort guests. Everybody there thought who was in line in front of us pretty much thought they opened at eight. And then Tandy talked to a cast member and they're like, oh yeah, we never know what time Animal Kingdom is going to open because it's like <laughs> different every day. There's know. no schedule. We don't know. Even the gorillas came out late that day. I was like, did somebody forget to tell them when the park opened? Jesus. I would ask your resort, don't trust the website because that's what we looked at. By the way, that's what the other five people that I talked to in line looked at with the website. The only thing about that is like technically, I wonder how much of a system the resorts are on because you know the screens that show the times for when the buses come. When I got off the bus, I was staying at French Quarter. When I got off the bus, I looked at the screen and it said the next bus to Animal Kingdom was at the early time that we had seen on right. our Disney app. And then when we showed up, that wasn't the time. So oh, that's right. That's why you weren't there before. And see, we were at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So we were literally hop, skip, and I mean, we could have walked to the park if we had to. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's a five-minute bus ride from mm-hmm. Animal yep. Kingdom Lodge. So Animal I think Kingdom. when I went to get on the bus at whatever well, We probably time. got on the bus at the same time. Well, when I went out to get on the bus the first time because I thought it was early hours, that's when I saw the updated time to such and such. And I went, oh, I guess I had the time wrong. And so then that's why we showed up around the same time. That That's money, Bob. Bob Iger. Mr. Iger. Bob. Time is money. You let me down, man. I could have slept an extra 45 minutes. That's, that's precious time. To be fair, was he back? I don't think he was back yet when yes, we went. Was. was he? Okay. Yes. Well, he was just, he was. Because this was Christmas time. And he that, was bringing ha- his- that happened before, right before Thanksgiving. That, yeah. He brought his box just in. All right. He just put his nameplate back in the desk. I, I blame Chapek. So this is definitely emotional rope drop ride. It's not a rope drop ride. If you are rational, you will go to Pandora. The hours of operations for the Gorilla Falls are 8.15 a.m. to 4.45 p.m. At 4.45 p.m., the gorillas go inside to spend family time together. Together. And especially during the summer, they'll go in earlier than that. So I highly recommend going early in the morning where you can see them. They'll be up. They'll be eating. The cast members will be there and you can have a conversation with them. They don't always come out right at 8.15. Like I said, when I showed up this time, they were still kind of, you know, waking up and getting out there and, and figuring out what they wanted to do, hitting the snooze button. So they may come out between like 8.15 and 9 a.m. So just be prepared get your coffee. That's a big thing I saw in a lot of reviews is get your coffee and go see the gorillas. I was like, I thought I was the only one. There's others? Yes, there are others like wow. me. Wow. I want to I want to cover one thing on the conservation fund just real quick and I know we said we didn't want to get too much into animal kingdom facts, but since we talk so much about the conservation fund, um if you're curious about well how can I contribute? Obviously, you can always make a donation, but if you are a coffee drinker and I am not a fan of Starbucks, but if you are a Starbucks coffee drinker in particular, Creature Comforts in Animal Kingdom donates proceeds from every coffee or food item that you buy there to the Disney Conservation Fund. Um, So ride info, uh, ride length is 20 to 25 minutes to walk the trail. The walk times, there's no average record highs or wait time trends on this because it's just a walkthrough. And the the trails are an easy walk. I have a... I have a messed up knee, but I don't have an issue with any of the trails. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I have or anything. to sit down halfway through because it's long and it, the humid. So I'm somebody who the weather bothers my 
I can tell when it's going to rain. My knee, my knee hurts. Um, so I'll sit down halfway through, but they got benches. So the walking trails are pretty easy. Yep. Good seating. And it obviously is going to be crowded, more crowded and busier seasons. Again, best times to visit morning, first thing, early afternoon. And I'm going to throw this out from years of zoo goings. Go when it's raining or drizzling. Animals love when it's raining. Go on safari when it's raining. Yep. Yeah. They'll be out. It's usually cooler and the animals are usually much more active. There's no height requirements. All ages are welcome. There's no Genie Plus details. This is a free walkthrough, so you don't need to pay for it. You can use your Genie Plus on Kilimanjaro safaris if you want, but really if you go early in the morning or in the afternoon, you're going to find a seat on it. It's not going to take you long unless you're going during obviously really busy season, during busy day, holidays. You're going to have to wait then. By the way, that's the way. That's another reason to go in the rain. Animal Kingdom in particular, people leave if it starts raining. Yep. Just grab your poncho. Bring an umbrella, man. Yeah. My favorite review for Gorilla Falls is this came from www.magazine.com. Pros, see animals. Cons, walking. <laughs> it's accurate. Yep. So I gave this a total ranking of nine silverback gorillas. I know I gave it all tens earlier on that, but seeing gorillas as part of your Walt Disney World experience is unexpected and incredible. Not all zoos have gorillas. And uh, very few theme parks on top of that also, like we've talked about, have additionally parts of zoos included in their parks. And it's not a 10 silverback gorillas because there could be more seating, again, cons walking. I mean, there's right. some benches, but uh, not as much as you would think. And and for me, like, so I, I'm giving you shit about uh, this not being a rope drop ride, but I do think you prioritize. Like, it's like, this is a quality, this is a quality attraction. And particularly if you're somebody who doesn't like thrill rides, you're going to have a hard time in Animal Kingdom if you don't like thrill, thrill rides because there's not a lot of them. There's not a lot of rides in general. And like the rides there are are thrill the rides. rides. Are there are, yeah, they, they jerk you around. And so if you have issues Spray with you with water, yeah. Yeah, you know, all those things, all those things that as you get older, you you tend to not like. So th this is this would be an alternative if you're somebody who doesn't want to go on Flight of Passage because you don't like the seat or you or you don't want to ride Expedition Everest. This is a great thing to do to kill like, not I I'm saying kill time. I don't even consider that, but this is a great alternative for somebody who doesn't like to do the thrill ride. And, and to really have an enjoyable experience. Yep, exactly. All right, so closing thoughts. First, Animal Kingdom is celebrating its 25th birthday in 2023. So if what? you can, go and celebrate. It's 25 years old, so we are old now. And wish Gino a happy anniversary and a happy birthday if you're there during that time. Second, don't pass up this area. It's not just another zoo. We don't want you to sleep on things. So don't sleep on this. So resources, Disney.fandom.com, Disney's Animals, Science, and Environment Facebook page. GraceGorillas.org, Disney Conservation Fund, WDWMagic.com, WDW.magazine.com, Wikipedia.com, AllYours.net, DisneyWorld.go, TheWaltDisneyCompany.com. And I'm going to leave everyone with a quote from Walt Disney himself. You've probably heard people talk about conservation. Well, conservation isn't just the business of a few people. It's a matter that concerns all of us. It's a science whose principles are written in the oldest code in the world, the laws of nature. The natural resources of our vast continent are not inexhaustible. But if we will use our riches wisely, if we will protect our wildlife and preserve our lakes and streams, these things will last for generations to come. Amen. All right. Till next time. If you liked today's episode of Into the Disneyverse, check us out on Instagram at Disneyverse Historians or on Facebook at Into the Disneyverse. The music in this episode was created by Skolex from freesound.org. Thanks again for listening and catch you next time. <laughs>